Today, on the first Sunday after Christmas, we celebrate a wonderful feast of the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. On this feast day, the Church invites us to look to the Holy Family and to appreciate the virtues of family life that we see within the Holy Family. As we do this, we should also try to emulate these virtues that our families might grow in love and faith and become more like the Holy Family. On this feast, we naturally think about the importance of family in society. The nuclear family has oftentimes been described as the very building block of society. And this is true. What this means is that if we want to have a good and virtuous society, then we must have good and virtuous families. We could take it back another step and say if we want to have good and virtuous families, we need to have good and virtuous marriages. If we want to have a good society, it all comes back to the family life, to doing little things with great love. These little acts of love performed within the family home ultimately influence society and help build up a better world. It's very easy for us to complain about the state of society today. I think, to be honest, every generation has been able to do this. We complain about how society is fractured and divided, how discourse is so disrespectful and not civil. We recognize how many today in society are deeply sad and lonely and isolated. What is the answer to all of this? Well, one answer is that we need to build up more virtuous and faithful families. By building up virtuous and faithful families, we will, in time, begin to see an effect in society as well. The family is so vitally important, there is no way to replace it. It is absolutely central for a good nation and a good society. But as we think about the importance of the family, we also have to just be honest and recognize that family life is very, very messy and families are deeply imperfect. During the Christmas time of year, most of us have more time with our families and this is a wonderful thing, but we also have to acknowledge that uh, it can be very, very challenging. Uh, time with families is the best of times and it can be the worst of times as well because all our families are imperfect. They are all a work in progress, if you will. Kind of like our church, which is still a work in progress. We've seen a lot of wonderful improvements in the worship space, from the mural, to the tile, to the steps, to this nice rail. But you notice that we still have moving straps underneath the altar because we're gonna have to move it. And we're gonna put up some temporary scaffolding to just fix a couple little things in the mural and the ceiling. We still don't have doors or a baptismal font, so there's still work to be done. And so it goes for every family as well. Every family is a work in progress. At the same time, we recognize that many have been deeply hurt by family life. When spouses are uncharitable or perhaps a little unfaithful to one another, deep wounds are formed. Sometimes children don't honor their parents as they should. Maybe they're rebellious or leave the church that really hurts parents. And sometimes parents can also hurt their children by not being as good to them as they should. And so as important as the family is, we also realize that families are messy and imperfect. But that does not nullify the importance of the family. 
what it does is remind us just how deeply we need God and just how deeply we all need God's healing grace. We're all a work in progress, but by God's grace, we can grow in holiness and reflect more the virtues of the Holy Family. So as I mentioned here, we need to look to the Holy Family today. Now, on one hand, the Holy Family might seem to be so different from our families. After all, Jesus is the eternally begotten Son of God. He's not just a perfect human being, he's actually God himself. Mary was conceived without original sin, had no personal sin either. Saint Joseph was one of the greatest of the saints. And so we think about this, you might think, well, how can my family even compare to the Holy Family at all? The Holy Family is incomparably different than mine. And there are some significant differences, but there are also a lot of similarities. And one similarity I want to focus on today is the fact that the Holy Family lived most of its life hidden in utter obscurity, and nobody noticed the Holy Family for such a long time. Today we hear the gospel of the presentation. Mary and Joseph bring the child Jesus into the temple, as they are supposed to do because of the law. They present him to God in the temple. Anna and Simeon speak well of the child. They recognize that he is the longed-for Messiah, the one who will bring the consolation and redemption to Israel that they so desire. When this is recognized about Christ, you'd think that immediately they would want to crown him as a king, a baby king, or that he might draw great crowds to him right away, that he would receive some sort, some sort of accolades. But this doesn't happen. After the presentation in the temple, Mary and Joseph take their child Jesus they go back to Galilee, to this insignificant backwater town of Nazareth. And there, for about three decades, they live a life that nobody even notices. And so in this, we can see how the Holy Family is like every one of our families. Most of the acts of love and selfless, selflessness that you make every single day go unrecognized and are unacknowledged. But these acts of self selflessness, done in total obscurity, are so vitally important. Those little acts of love, made on a daily routine, are the way we ultimately build up society. There is no shortcut. There's no shortcut. We gotta do the little things each and every single day. Think about this mural behind me. There was one painter who painted the whole mural. It took him about a year to do it. Think about how many strokes of the brush it took to paint that mural. One stroke after another after another, day in and day out, over the course of a year to eventually produce this great mural. So it goes for the acts of love that we make within the family. One act of love at a time. One act of lowering ourselves after another and all sorts of ways that might seem to be insignificant. Biting your tongue when you want to say something sharp. Changing the diapers of your baby after you've already done it three times that morning. Emptying the dishwasher again and again. Going to work when you don't want to. Being patient when your patience is tested. All of these little things build up the life of the family. 
Remember St. Teresa of Calcutta's wonderful advice, how we need to do small things with great love. Doing small things with great love, day after day, builds up the family, which in turn will eventually build up society. So today, friends, let us look to the example of the Holy Family. For decades, they lived in obscurity, making daily acts of love. Let us be confident that our hidden acts of love are making a difference. They are bettering society, and they are slowly making your family into a holy one.